Cairo, Brooklyn. 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 This is Brooklyn Rebound episode 102. Could be uh, now. Could be 103. I don't know. How I many we do these Brooklyn fights? We, we do this and that. We only occasionally get in the studio to do it. So. You know, we actually are in the studio. We are in the Brooklyn center of Studio yeah, A. Yeah, we're basically in, uh, in um, what do you call it? Like ground zero right now, essentially, where it all uh, began. Kind of. Uh, too soon. Yeah, too, well, never too forget. Soon. Too soon. Yeah. But, but yes, we're, we're in Studio A. Both of us together. I, I think I think the fans have been wanting not just this episode to go through, but a specific Brooklyn rebound recording from Brooklyn. They haven't had that. Mm-hmm. They've only had one half of it, right? They've from Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah, from Brooklyn. Well, I mean, normally I'm up, if we're not meeting in the middle, I'm up over in Casterly Pod, my state, you know. Mm-hmm. That's in Queens, of course. So. Yeah, yeah. That's where Queens, uh, uh, isn't there like a show from Queens? It's like the King... Of something? Never heard of it. No, okay. All right, cool. No, uh, actually, Corrections, episode 103. And All we, right, 103 and the place to be. It is the place to be. We are in Brooklyn as we are watching history. Oh, still, that's kind of a rhyme still. Yeah. History. History. What kind of history? As Kelly Olenek... Uh, no, he didn't shoot for three. We're not going to We're not gonna get back into our Olenek uh, debate or argument, are we? That was, that was more 102, 101 stuff. Um, what, you mean the, the whole... Being the apostrophe oh, Lennon. Yeah, never mind. Don't even bring it up. Go back to the last podcast you want to hear about that. Um, yeah, so today. Well, it's, it's heat, though. Heat and Nets right now, as we speak. Heat and Nets. D'Angelo. D Russ. D Loading. D Load is back in the building. From the Ohio State University. I forgot that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Did he do good in, in Ohio State? Like, I mean, no, you got drafted second then. Yeah, but, I, he did, obviously. He but, like, did he bring the team to, like, to some success? You know, I'm not a big college ball fan. Um, so I'm not, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was one of the better players that year. Yeah. And he was drafted high by the Lakers. So he, I'm, he must've uh, done well. They obviously didn't, uh, they weren't in the final four or anything. I don't think but yeah. that year. But. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm excited to hear Padre. I, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like we haven't gotten in. Whoa. What's happening here? There's, is studio, studio a falling apart. What, what uh, was that? I don't, I was putting a bottle down. I don't, that was nothing crazy. Okay. Well, you know, something did crazy happen. Oh, you're talking about, well, well, getting here to Brooklyn, I had quite an experience. I had quite a trip to get here. Um, it was um, it was almost a full-out disaster pod now. Full-out? Yes. I mean, I told you what happened off mic, but uh, for the listeners. You you kind of filtered it a little bit. You kind of yeah. censored it. Well, uh, yeah. there was something happened to me on the way here that has never happened to me before. First-time experience. Probably has not happened to most people, I'm going to guess. It's okay. never happened to you, I'm pretty sure. No, no never to me. Um, but I, uh, well, look. I had a package um, delivered to my place of business. Yeah. And I was coming here to Studio A. Is that Studio work. Square? Or no, Studio Try It? Try it? I don't well, know. Well, it's where the cube is. Yeah, that's what I'm And Mr. Zerelvin's fan. By the way, if you're a big NFL fan, Niffle. get into, right now we probably, uh, by the time you listen to this, we probably have our Super Bowl preview out. If not, look for that soon on the same feed here, Mr. Zerelvin pod, with my boys, Chief said Marvin, Young Spooky. But regardless, I was there where the cube is, got my package delivered, was coming here. It was kind of a bulky package, light but bulky. I walked down into the subway at Wall Street uh, mean, to, to in, come here to Brooklyn. In Fidei, as people... I was in Fidei, and that's, where, that's where yeah. the cube is. Yep. Yep. Um, 
you know, walking on the su- walking in the subway could be precarious. Normally, I'm uh, I, normally I'm walking between the columns. I'm walking right on the edge. You know what I mean, Pat? Yeah. Now, yeah, I feel you. Without a care in the world, without an issue. Mm-hmm. You know that that white, the, the yellow rather line there. You're not supposed to go on or whatever. I do. I don't care. Normally, you did it. Uh, Wait, you, all the time. Did you did you There's look at this line? Did you look at this line? And be like, fuck you, line. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand over you, and you can't you can't. Sometimes do that's my it. attitude. Today I wasn't thinking that. I was just walking through with my package. Okay. It was very tight <laughs> down there. With your package. Yeah, and that's quite a that's quite a lot to drag around. <laughs> no, no, with my package that got delivered. Yeah. Uh, not my unit. Pod nine, I'm getting dirty here. Not the big wait, unit. unit is, not the Randy Johnson. Wait, wait, unit is dirtier than package. I didn't. I'm saying that type of one. Okay. This is a, a package. It had a. It basically has a ukulele. It had a ukulele in it that I got delivered. I, I got, I'm a uke player a little bit. You uke it up. I wanted a new tenor uke. I got it delivered. So anyway, I'm carrying it under my arm. It's light because ukes are light, but it's a bulky package. Uh, I tried to make a maneuver around a pole, which I normally do. It's very tight. Yeah. If I was a big man, I would normally try, not try to make this maneuver. Yeah. Maybe I'm I'm wondering how bigger people feel at this point. I'm I'm rather slender, so I go around. But I had the package under my right arm. The package bangs against the pole, and I fell into the into the track onto the track. Now, if you're not a New Yorker, if you're not familiar with the New York subway, uh, the subway goes obviously on this track that's below where you're standing, right? By like three feet at least. They call or, it underground. Or four feet. It, they call it the subway. Yeah, it's a hole in the ground. Yeah. But you're I'm already underground waiting for it. So basically, I've I fell into this, into onto the track. Luckily, I have cat-like reflexes. I basically landed on my feet. The package stayed above. It didn't fall in with me. It stayed up, uh, and I was able to get out before the train came, which was only came like thirty or forty seconds later. That so it could have been very bad if I had not landed on my feet. If I landed badly and injured myself, and then the train came and ran me over. It, this was a positive. This is problematic for so many reasons. One, yeah. I can't believe that the package didn't fall over. Like that's that that's not ah, didn't t- so basically I was falling package got saved it was yeah. up and I fell down but I love the package was it one it of those, break it's was fine. it one of those tippins where like you know you see the ball circling over the hoop and then you were like as you were falling down you kind of tapped it so it stayed on maybe the I don't like it's it happened so fast by now like even some of the memories it, this is like only an hour ago <laughs> it's even getting foggy to me now but I don't I don't know what happened with the package if I just I think I just let go of it when I was falling over and it stayed up um. Yeah, I don't know. Literally, I banged into the pole, went went straight down, and then had to pop back up. I avoided the third rail, which can electrocute you. That's another danger. Yes. But uh, but I've gone where where a lot of men, or a lot of people haven't before, down into the tracks, and made it back. To you've the really place. had your New York City uh, life. Yeah, we've been living here for out. over a decade now. Yeah, and that yeah. This is the first time I've been down on the track. Now I have never had the uh, fall into the tracks. I have lost stuff that has fell into and the tracks. And you didn't go down and get it? I thought about it. One of them was actually after a Nets game. Um, it was it was one of the Nets games that me and uh, JT Farb or JT Ballard had mm-hmm. gone to where we would do our Nets uh, pregame re- routine, a lot of excessive uh, celebration, and... It was after the game, and I don't, I don't remember if it, which it was, but like I remember walking into the Bergen Street Station, which is right on the backside of Barclays Center for the for the people that have not been there. Um, and I was walking in, and I was getting my headphones out, and I have a case that holds my headphones. So you know, you know, you you know when you have headphones and one ear doesn't work, and the other one does, like yeah, it just after a while. Yeah, I made sure I didn't have that problem with this case. So I took the case out, 
It's like a little, it's like one of those egg cases that you get, like, from the grocery store by putting in a quarter kind of thing. You know, like, if you get a prize, like, if you put a quarter at a grocery store, one of those vending Oh, like machines. a machine, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, like a, a fake plastic ring in it or something. Yeah, exactly. So I, I put it in one of those, but I guess the headphone maker made it for that. So it slipped, right? The plastic just slipped out of my hand. I saw it go. I... I this is just the case, not the headphones. Just the case, so. because I pulled the, the headphones out. I had the headphones in one hand. I saw the case go. It was kind of like a, a finger roll going off of my fingertips. And then I went to grab it. My hand was right. It was definitely over the yellow line. And I saw it go. And I somehow, my spidey sense was tingling and said, no, don't go further. And I stayed back. And I'm alive today. Because yeah. well, I mean that's so uh, something like that is probably not worth going down there to, to recover. What if it was your phone or something? I mean they have signs that say if you lose your phone, don't go in for it. Or, what what? How valuable would the possession have to be for you to jump in there and try to recover it? It would have to be. Um, it wouldn't be a possession. It would be my my buddies and my best friend Pod right. Bob or Pod Bruce. Your dog is. Uh, but they wouldn't be in that situation. I would never put them in that situation. It would also have to be maybe. Um, Maybe one of my writing uh, ideas, uh, sketch, like notepads that I have. Really, that's worth going down risking your life. If if I saw it, if it was a ten minute difference between uh, when I saw it, I would definitely do. It. I think the time frame is more important here. You had how many? You had thirty seconds, or you didn't know? I didn't know, but instinctively, when I, when I when I came back out, the train came in under a minute from me getting out of there. And it had just left when I was walking in, so the train were coming quick. It was a rush hour. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like you made you made a rash decision um, because your thing wasn't there. I, I mean, you fell over because of it. No, because I tried to get around through a tight right. spot with but a big package. Flip, flip the scenario for you. If the package is down there, do you jump down? I think I would have, to be honest. I don't know. I think I would have. I mean, it's a bigger... I mean, I might have just tried to reach down without going in and getting it. I mean, this is a brand new ukulele I just got in... Um, I, it would be a travesty to let it get run over by the train without him even opening the package. But you now that I've been down there, I don't know if I drop some in the future. Maybe I will go. I don't know. I mean, like maybe I have a, a taste for danger now. And, and also, I mean, I wasn't. I was stone sober, of course. Like I've been intoxicated in the subway many times, never fallen in or anything. And this was just like a fluke. Like a, I won't call it a fluke because I made a bad decision to try to would you call get it to a tight spot. But I mean, it was. It was. Uh, I don't know what it was. But. Would you call it fluky, like fluty? Like, like it, Doug Flutie, what are you? What, are you, what is the pun you're trying to do? Uh, right because now? of ukulele, I was trying to get a fluke. Oh, fluke-a-lele? Yeah, fluke-a-lele. <laughs> a fluke yeah, a fluke ukulele on the train tracks, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to spill for. But yeah, but so I'm alive. I mean, it could have been bad if I would have, like I said, if I didn't have good balance or just something happened where I fell a different way. Might not be talking on the potter, but there might be no episode 103. It, I mean, th- it was scheduled to record tonight. I don't yeah, know. That's why. I mean, I was on the way here when this happened. It would be, it would be, uh, we talked about it before, it would probably just be me reaction, reacting, audio reacting to the <laughs> next <laughs> game. Yeah. Oh, I'd say to a news story <laughs> of a local man falls in the well, That's true. That I did have the local news on, too, when you walked in here. So <laughs> that could have been really bad. But well, I'm glad you're alive, Padre. Yes, we got a lot to talk too. about here. Um, as we talked about, D-Load's D- back. We're going to also mm-hmm. go Playing through. right now. What's the score? I mean, we got 28, uh, 31-28 heat right now as, yep. we, as we speak in the yep. second quarter. Yep. Uh, we also got uh, the update on your team, the Cavs. Uh, they're skid. Oh, boy. Uh, not just We them. have to talk about the it. The Pistons are skidding as well. They're 8-15. They're about to play uh, right now. They're starting right now, right now on ESPN tonight, uh, Friday night. UConn's number one Husky. Actually, he's number two Husky. Andre Drummond would be number one right now. Uh, Kemba Waka is on the block. He's on the block. Uh, and the block is hot. Uh, the block is hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's still Kemba from the block. 
He still can buff from the blocks, and he takes the six train. Um, when he is he from? He's not from. He's from the he Bronx. Is, he's from the Bronx. Yeah. So that's why you got it, right? He is can buff from the block. He still got, he still got some rocks. Um, like you got rocks in your drink right there. That's right. We got, we're drinking some whiskey, some straight from Kentucky. He went down to Kentucky. Kentucks. Kentucks. Got some straight bourbon and, uh, with some rocks. Did I mention that I was driving through your land at the time? I don't think you mentioned it on the pod. On the pod but you weren't yeah. driving through my land. You're driving through my home state. Well, I've never driven through Ohio. Let's just put that. Well, now you have. Now I have. So when I was driving, my plan was to go through Columbus um, from Kentucky to New York. And there was a winter storm coming, and it stopped me right in between Cincinnati and Columbus. Me and Pod Jen and the Pod Dogs had to stop over. Oh, like a hotel or motel? Yeah, at a a, um, Hyatt. Hyatt's. Hiat's place mm-hmm. outside of Cincinnati that took dogs. There was a lot of them that didn't take dogs, and I've seen Naturally. I've seen a lot of stuff, but I didn't know these truck stops, these loves, these uh, loves loves tr- uh, gas stations. That must be some southern. southern no, no, that's in, that's in Ohio, man. Well, I mean, by Cincinnati, that's Cincinnati. They call it. that's southern stuff. I guess that's true. I'm from the north, baby. Have the you northeast. have you not been down to the Natty? I have. I was there well, recently. Um, I was just there over Thanksgiving, yeah. Well, I mean, when you have to, there's no, ser- so in New York State, we have service stations uh, and pit, like stops, rest areas. In Ohio, they don't have those things. They have, you get off the exit and there's, those are the rest stations. There's rest stops. The rest stops, but uh, there's, on the highways in New York City, you don't have to get off the exit. It's just like you just say. There's, Ohio, there's regular rest stops in Ohio. It depends on the road you're on. Like if you're on a turnpike or something, there's normal rest areas. Like, I, I don't know if this is true. But yeah. this is this is the important stuff. This is fans. what we're talking about this right now. What, this is what the fans, fans are. Well, yeah, fans are tuned out by now. They're yeah. like Padre didn't yeah. even die on the tracks, and now you're talking about Ohio's rest stops. Uh, I mean, we could talk about D'Lo coming. Yeah, through. he's on the screen right now. Who am I? I'm. I love living in. Oh, they took it off. They took it off. Something about fashion. He was saying. So your boy, your boy D'Lo here is going to play right. 20 minutes. We got Pistons. I'm going to put it on the Pistons. Yeah. Um, I mean, are you going to wrap up? You were in my home state. You drove through. You weren't in, in the land though. Uh, no, I didn't go to the land, but I thought about it driving, just driving through to the land, what would it look like around that time, and I, I pictured myself watching a Cavs game, but I never did it. So I think I'm going to make this commitment to our fans tonight that I will go to the land and watch a game at some point. So you'll go to the queue? I'll go to the queue. I do hate Dan Gilbert, though. That's probably well, yeah, it. I don't like him either, but... That's like, do you, do you think, see him as the Jerry Jones of the NBA? Um... Maybe I don't. I don't know if I would really. Because he makes like some stupid moves. Jones. But he doesn't talk a lot. That's the thing. No, yeah, I don't think they're necessarily. I mean, he's. I don't know if there's like an equivalent to an, an NFL owner for him, but he's just. Um, he's just your stereotypical rich guy, kind of like entitled guy, like. Uh, Mark Cuban. Well, Mark yeah, Cuban. People, I respect Mark Cuban. People Mark like Cuban, Cuban though. Yeah, no, he, he's more likable, I think. Who do you um, say the most hated owner is in the NBA, though? Dan Gilbert, probably. I mean, by the casual fan, at least. But, um, I mean, obviously, it was Donald Sterling back in the day before he uh, is gone, obviously. But do you think about that, though? Like, Donald Trump saying all this stuff right now and that, and the, and the, as a United States president, Donald Sterling would still be an owner if, if, he, if Trump was elected during that time, right? Or if he was president during that time. I don't think, I mean, I don't know if it's really related. I mean, if you look at it, like... There's still people are. Uh, let me make this allusion to like the entertainment business. People are still getting in trouble for stuff that Trump may have done or talked about, and he's not getting 
and, you know, nothing's happening to him, but it's happening to these people. So you could take that for the NBA. Like, if there is an owner like him right now doing stuff, he probably would be getting ousted. So I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with the presidency or the government. Huh. So I think that's just on a whole different level right now. Well, I was going to bring that up because your cats are struggling right now. So if, if they were if they were get rid of a person like Dan Gilbert, who has made the cheapest moves, like getting rid of, like not signing... Well, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't think he's made the cheapest moves. He made some bad moves maybe, but... Well, uh, he, he's not. He's not. He makes bad moves in terms of like, front office of the office yeah. and managing people. I won't call him cheap at all. Like, he's definitely put more money in than most owners. But he penny pinches for every single. Like he lowballed Chauncey Billups. He didn't sign David. Resign David Griffin before that. Who who was the person? The GM. I mean, they're still well over the luxury tax and all this stuff. I don't know. Like it, it, for the players, at least I'll say that for the players, he's not cheap. Maybe for the office, front office, and GM situation. Well, I mean, that's reflected on your team. But at the same time, I don't know if that makes a difference. I don't think the GM right now, Allman's done a bad job necessarily. And you have LeBron there, so still people want to come. Maybe it's true that um, GM is not as important. I don't know. At least on a LeBron team. But what's going on with the Cavs right now is just a complete lack of effort in most cases. By who? Who's the culprits? Everyone. I mean, LeBron's the leader of the team, maybe partially on him obviously I would say but but in general um like they're the stretch they're on right now they're like they've only won three out of the last like eight or nine games yeah um they almost blew the last game they played they won against Magic by a point they, they almost blew like a 24 point lead before that when the good teams they played they lost to uh now they got a tough game coming up tomorrow against the Thunder and then the Spurs after that so they're in a tough stretch right now so the Cavs do this every year. LeBron teams do this every year, like January, February. You know, they, they go on lows, and they don't care about their regular season. But right now it's tough for me to watch as a fan with just a real lack of effort on defense and rebounding and such uh, and team cohesion. I don't know. So is it- and then the news stories come out, like, saying people are mad at LeBron for wanting assists and things or just trying to go for the assists over or whatever. But, so I, I don't know if there's any merit to that, but... So you're saying it's not fun to be a fan right now. Like it's not a good time right now for the Cavs. Why is it? Is it more upsetting the fact that you have this like you have a team of like names? I would say like you have so many names on your team that like oh my god, D Rose is on your team even though he's a shell of himself. Oh my god, D Wade. You got Isaiah Thomas. You got LeBron. You got Tristan. You got Kevin. You got you got all these people that are names from the average standpoint, average fans point. They would recognize those names. Yeah, is veteran it, team, obviously, oldest team by average in the league. Right, right. Is it more upsetting the fact that, that they can't get it together, or is it the expectation because, I mean, you lost last year, but the year before, do you feel... Borderline, I mean, here's what I'm going to say. Like, uh, well, in macro, so, you know, macro versus micro right now on the season, I still don't, I still think the Cavs are going to be in the finals against the Warriors again. It's going to be the fourth year in a row that's happened. You know, people might say that the Raptors or Celtics would be able to upset them. I don't really see it. But, so I still think it will, and maybe, like, people are going to think the Rockets or someone can upset the, the, the Warriors. I don't see that either. I think it's going to be the fourth year in a row for this. Before the season started, I said the Cavs won't be able to win unless they get lucky with some injury on Golden State or something. That's still looking like the case. I mean, for, but, so I don't think anything's really changed on how I thought the season was going to go. At this point, I'll say that. But on the more micro level, like, for, for a while, the Cavs had a really good stretch. They had a big win streak. They weren't playing the best competition, but this is when Tristan Thompson was injured. IT obviously was out, D Rose, all this. And their bench with like Corver, Green, uh, et cetera, at Wade, et cetera, was doing all, uh, very well. They're like playing like the best bench in the league, deepest team in the league. 
now Thompson comes back, IT's back in. I don't know what what's changed during players moved in. I mean, it's hard for a team to mix and match players all the time and keep up the consistency, but now the bench production has fallen off completely. And LeBron's not playing as well as he did when he's looking like the MVP candidate again in the beginning of the season. So, so is it? I don't know what's going on exactly. Is it or Ty, what the answer? Are you going to point the the thing at Ty Lue? I mean, I mean, yeah, I've be... never thought Ty. Lue, I mean, most people haven't thought Ty Lue's necessarily a great coach or anything. But again, I always say this: it's hard with LeBron to coach. I mean, you don't. Yeah, he still wanted Vlad out of there, and Ty Lue more of a player's coach. But when the you know the, it is basically just LeBron's team like that. Not a strong leading head coach. From Dan Gilbert in the organizational level, not as strong. Oh, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? You know, there's just not a strong direction, right? Anywhere. There's it's, no, it's there's no. The culture is LeBron. LeBron's yeah. culture, right? So, and then of course the continuing rumors that he's going to leave next year, and that's going to be that's the thing that Kyrie didn't want to him. You know, he didn't want to be part of that conversation, and he wanted to be his own man. And it's not it's not about Kyrie. Although the um, I think one of the highlights of LeBron that was yelling. And his teammates, one of the, that, those clips that he was just hammering into the whole bench. Uh, I think Kyrie liked that on Instagram or something like that. Um, he liked that video, but I don't know. Uh, but so talk, talked about your cast. Going back to the Nets, uh, the Nets right, are right. not not looking pretty. They're on a five-game losing streak, which could be good for my Cavs, I guess, because of the pick situation that we have. I mean, that's a little selfish. I want you to finish low in the standings. Well, I mean, does it matter if you we finish low if you're team trades a pick and then LeBron leaves? Well, no, but, we, but what? obviously if LeBron is going to leave, I want to retain that pick. But if we do trade it, and that's the thing I didn't really mention about the Cavs, we can get into trades as well. Let's talk Nets, though. But but uh, if they do trade it, obviously we still want that value to be good. So it's well, good you, if the Nets are torn about them. Do you think the scenario of, I mean, we'll go into that rumor for now, but of the Cavs real quick, they could trade their pick during right now this time and get like a really good player that they would want to keep on, even if LeBron leaves. Like, if that was a... Yeah, I don't think that's a situation. Um, if they do think LeBron's going to leave, they should retain that peg and build it for the future. Any trade they're going to make this year, it's got to be to win this year, so... That's true. Whoever they're going to get, like... I mean, there's this... If they want to re-sign someone, they could re-sign Isaiah Thomas, maybe, or something, because he's going to be the free agent. But, like, they're, whoever they're going to bring in, I don't think it's going to be that situation. I mean, I guess we'll... we'll since we brought it up, like, the DeAndre Jordan rumors, obviously... Heard George Hill out there today, rumors. Now, Kemba Walker, your boy from UConn's on the trade block. I haven't necessarily heard of him to the Cavs rumors, but right, he's out there. Uh, I mean, what do you think about that, anyway? For for the Cavs, it makes sense to go after uh, a player that can help them, I think. Uh, not in the guard spot, because I think with Isaiah, it's fine. I think you do need some kind of anchor. Defense room protection. Yeah, anchor, and I think DeAndre Jordan definitely could help, because, like, even if if the Celtics are their number one foe to beat, I think even with or without, it's the trade that you're making is making it for the expectation that you mentioned before, seeing the Warriors there. Like, how will that impact your game? And if you can get 20 minutes of DeAndre Jordan having the game, uh, like defensively stopping people from going to the hole and then just running people off the three-point line, then that's a, a game plan that really hasn't been put in effect because... Uh, the players on the Clippers weren't really, uh, they didn't really have a defensive, run. they didn't have a high offensive game to yeah. like counteract that. So, um, And look at this rumor that's coming in now, or this story. The Cavs have offered J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson to, to the Clippers, not for Jordan, but for Lou, Sweet Lou Williams. Sweet Lou. I don't know if that would even be a worthwhile deal for the Clippers. I mean, 
Jared Smith's playing bad this year. He's a bad contract. They both, him and Thompson, both have bad contracts, or at least that'd be considered for most teams. So, so it would be Jr. for DeAndre and Lou. No, no, obviously that would be ridiculous. No, this is saying Jr. and Thompson for and Thompson. Lou. That's what I meant. Which I might do. Just honestly. for Lou and, and DeAndre, or just Lou? no, just for Lou Williams. Hmm. If we're getting Lou and DeAndre, that's I mean, we'd have to definitely throw that pick in as well, and probably more. I don't know. I mean, DeAndre. So the thing is, the asking price for DeAndre, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think there's only a couple teams that could use him because of the hack of Dre. That doesn't mean the player's not good. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't think DeAndre is... Yeah, I mean, the Cavs probably wouldn't play him in the crunch anyway. Right, right. He's ineffective in the crunch because of the modern... The, the only person that we'll get to that may change that is Joel Embiid, uh, who got nominated for his first All-Star game. Actually, you know... With, with the Nets, I just want to go, go through gold Yeah, back. we can talk all stars. Wait, let's get into the Nets. I mean, it's almost halftime in this game. We got halftime, and the Nets are down by 10 points, 53 to 43. The Nets have been on a skid. They've lost six of their last seven. Um, but the Nets this year, you will say, they're they're in a lot of games, and they lose at the end type of thing. Right? Yes. They just can't close them out. The exception for the game they played against the Knicks the other night uh, at home uh, last week, and then the, the Pistons game at home, I would say in the past... Uh, ten games we've ever taken. They've lost to the Celtics by three. They've won against Orlando by three. They've beat Minnesota by one. They lost to the Celtics by two. That's a big one. They beat Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty insane game. Dinwiddie uh, got his buckets. Uh, Boston by two. Um, then Toronto by one. That was an overtime game. So they lost to Boston twice in short order and by close game. Close yes, margins. exactly, exactly. And Damn then, it, I would, uh, I would cheer for them over Boston, despite the picks. They lost at Washington, double overtime. They beat Atlanta by five. They lost Knicks, which was a, kind of a blowout. Um, Knicks blew them out? Yeah, no. one of those games. That That's nice. And then they yeah. lost to San Antonio last couple seconds by five. So a lot of these games, execution's been poor uh, towards the end. A couple of shots didn't go That's down. That's what happens with the young team. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie uh, was talking about like how he's having a difficult time um, you know, like getting calls, and you, all these Nets fans know about it. Like Dinwiddie is not a name that you hear around the NBA, but you have been lately because he's been playing really well. He's their he's a third tier guard starting off, and now he's their starting point guard. And he he's the person that makes the moves. He he has the ball in his hands at the end of the game. He's the one that is driving to the basket. And if he doesn't get a like if he drives and forces the ref to make the call, and he's getting hacked. The refs either have to do one of two things. They either let the guys play, like physical, down the end, which is usually the case, or in the games that they've lost, and they've seen the other player, whoever the all-star player is, get a call in the, under the last minute, but then Denwitty will not get that call. And he goes all the way to the paint, gets clobbered, yeah. and nothing happens. So it's it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a whole other conversation about the refs this year. Like That's been one of the biggest stories in general. Like, right. The refs are, and from the eye test of watching these games, the refs are doing a bad job this year. Yeah. Well, they say, the thing is, like, the refs obviously are criticized by everyone. But the refs actually have been criticizing the players as well. The NBA refs Meaning union. What? Yeah, the union of the refs have came out and said that uh, the players are being very disrespectful. Um, they're not, every single call is super exaggerated and super, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, there has to be a little give and take here. You can't. Uh, like for LeBron, for example, he's really good at that. Uh, like every single time, just about I would say nine out of ten times, he he the call is not supposed to be on him. Yeah, and he's always cries about he it. He cries about everything, and um, I mean he already owns the whole team. Why why cry over everything yeah, else? But he's getting way less calls this year than I ever remember. Right, and but that and he gets hacked. That so. that goes 
like on both sides. Like if if a ref and a, a player, a particular player that you know, especially an NBA superstar like LeBron, you're gonna know his tendencies. You're gonna know his gameplay. You're gonna know when he's gonna make those moves, which the refs I'm sure are aware of. But when they make those uh, those two minute reports, you know, like at the end of the game, what do you think of those? By the way, like the where they. I I don't I don't really know. I mean, it's pointless to me. What? Uh, well, let's describe. I'm sure people know about it, but last two minutes of the game, they will go through all the calls that were made, and they'll say a ref had an error on this, missed the call, or yeah. we're supposed to call this. I don't. Yeah. So I don't think this whole like all right. They already have the replay system where which is not specifically what you're talking about, but where they can look at different things. Yeah. But that takes forever, like minutes and minutes to get these calls right. They are obvious from just looking. Yeah. So now you're going back and changing things here and there. I say, look, if they if they don't get it on the spot or at least on the replay right away, you can't be changing things, you know. And, like, even things happen, like where the refs come out after the game or the league comes out after the game and say, oh, yeah, this should have been a foul, that should have been. doesn't matter. You're not changing the outcome of the game. Right, right. So what's the point of that? I, I, I don't know what the answer is specifically. I mean... Or it's where the accountability should lie, but it's for, for transparency and saying like, okay, we're human, but also at the same time. But if you're human, then these conversations, if the refs are doing a bad job or whatever, one, they shouldn't be uh, the players shouldn't be criticizing the refs. They have their right to, but they shouldn't be criticizing him openly as like specifically like, oh, you missed this call. I think what Dinwiddie did, and it goes back to the Nets again, when he he came out after three games of like losing, I forgot what the frame was he wasn't getting these calls and he's like I'm not talking about any specific thing he he brought up the valid point of uh and of like players superstars getting you know these calls before they even happen and the average NBA player it doesn't matter if they don't have a name like that the refs recognize or an NBA fan recognizes or one of those players that will get one all-star vote um and the fan voting then when he didn't get any votes he did not Derek Rose got one vote though yeah well, that's yeah, ridiculous. yeah um he's back though he played his first game that game yesterday good for good for D Rose uh, I saw him in the Adidas commercial which I was happy about because if he retired, he would not get what the ten, twenty million that he's owed from Adidas. Yeah. Something like that. People say Adidas. Like I've heard people saying, there's like a, a conspiracy that Adidas shoes injure players. Um, well, James Harden got injured recently. Yeah, he was out for seven days. I, see, I don't like because like I'm an Adidas. I don't. I don't wear. Hey, Jeremy Lin wears. Adidas. I don't wear hooping shoes regardless. Um, but but I'm an, a big Adidas man. I, I don't like Nike or anything. So I, I I don't like it that I wish more players uh rocked with Adidas, but yeah, hopefully they're not uh injuring the players for real. But well, I mean. I mean, everyone is in love with the Jordans and the Nikes and everything. Porzingis, I'm looking at him now. I just Google Harrison Barnes, Dame Lillard. Porzingis is Adidas? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's in the commercial, that. yeah. Porzingis. Uh, what about Porzingis? A quick side conversation. He started off the season really well. Now he's tailed off a little bit. He's People are saying he's too tired and things now. He's too much to do. Well, no, he team, said but, that. He, oh, he even said it himself, right? So, that, yeah. But it makes sense. But, yeah, I don't know. I think... Um, the next hour is they've fallen off of being a playoff team. They probably won't be. No, I mean, the East, the last spot is up for grabs. I think the difference between uh, the teams are like... Well, this Heat, we thought the Heat would be in this borderline area. Now they're, they're playing the Nets right now, and they're uh, the hottest team in the league right now, already up to the fourth seed. Yeah, I mean, so to your original question about Porzingis, Porzingis is KP is... Oh, Porzingis is KP. He's KP, but no, I'm oh, saying... Thanks for answering that. And PK... Is PJ Colosimo. So I brought him back full circle. PK is PJ? Yeah, I'm just like JK. JK. Oh, JK. Yeah, anyways. Uh, KP is. PK is a hockey player, I think. Is he? PK is also yeah. a penalty kick. 
That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, Andrew, uh, Andrew C.K. Louis C.K. Andrew C.K. Andrew, Andrew W.K. Andrew W.K. Party there hard. we go. Uh, I think we got enough K's on this pod. Um, but KP is a player. I don't know. I, I think he's just the most interesting player to watch. I love watching Knicks games because th- this is something. They're bringing back. They brought back Beasley as well. Resurrected him. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Gerald Green are, are like resurrected their ca- careers off of minimum salary uh, contracts. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I, he's one of those players that I would pay like a front row seat to see like him like because he's just this specimen they call him oh, the unicorn yeah. right yeah um and i rather would have that even if he's fatigued and he's not performing i'd rather have that like as a hoping thing as opposed to like um not knowing where your team's going hoping when, thing. like oh, as, as give you hope for the future give you hope for the future right which is what the knicks fans have they believe yeah. in phil jackson's gone they got rid of that shit now they just believe in horny and kp yeah. i mean yeah, the first month or so at least of the season yeah. uh yeah, knicks fans around town were very happy more excited than i've seen them since i've lived here pretty much i think it's been a long time like i established the last time they've been this happy other than the year where the Nets started their season it was a mellow rashid uh team that won i think they were the first seed or second seed right yeah uh in the conference they won over 50 games that year yeah. uh the year the time before that was amari the first time amari and d'antoni came to the knicks that's that was about eight nine years ago. When, yeah, when they were super hyped. So they've gone through this like five year stint. Every five years, they hit reset, and the Knicks are ready. Knicks fans are ready to so, enjoy again. So five now. What do you say happens first? Uh, Knicks won a playoff series, or I make a return trip into the subway into the wow. onto the track. I fall on again. That's a very good uh, comparison. <laughs> I'd <would> say um, <laughs> I'd say the Knicks the Knicks uh, make make the first round. But don't win a I game. I said win a series. Huh? I yeah. said win a series. I know, I know. That, I'm trying to find that middle ground. So I would say you fall in the trap. No, it's a, yes, it's a, a one you fall in the What happens first? Yeah. I'm going to fall in again. Yeah, you'll fall in again. Or at least you'll be able to have a story about almost falling in. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Almost is not quite the story. Did you see any, like, any uh, any Ninja Turtles or Splinter there? Yeah, like, or... I got out as quick as possible. I didn't even see it. Speaking of Splinter, there was no... Luckily, there was no rats crawling right where I fell, because you usually see them Are you not a fan of rats? Uh, I mean, are you? I mean, who, who is? I don't want to be down there with the rats crawling all around. No, I know, I know. I hate rats, but I'm just saying, like, there... If it was a big Splinter one, I mean, that would be scary. I would hate that the most. But if it, if it was cool, like, Splinter really is, and was trying to teach me karate and stuff, then, then maybe I'd be fine. But that's funny, because I was on Penn Station where the Knicks play today, so I, that's only, I think I said that was yeah, the only time. The garden, it for people that don't know, uh, yeah. is right in Penn Station, essentially. And the Nets are back on the TV, and they got, they're still down by 10. He's in third quarter, starting. Should do a little live. I don't have my glasses, unfortunately, but do a little live. Yeah, 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 Jack Vaughn. What are they always do this they always talk to the assistant coach and all these and all the games like right out of the, <laughs> the head quarter. coach got better stuff to do yeah. man but it's just weird like every team does this it seems like on their home uh home uh what do you call it broadcast does uh fs uh one uh cleveland or whatever do that too? Fox sports ohio or whatever it is yeah, yeah. They do. yes they they talk to jim boylan this is one of the assistant coaches usually well, well the funny thing about the nets they have a very young coaching staff so other than jock vaughn you, these guys look like they're fresh out of grad school and yeah. well because even uh Mackinson's fairly young right was, he's probably 40s right but... right so a lot of these players are that are these coaches are like former walk-on college players <laughs> I don't know. I don't know all their names. And Jacques Vaughn was a former Magic coach. Right? Yeah. yeah, but typically, like in the who, that was an ugly shot from who was it? Alan Crabb. Crabb. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Nets are basically seven games under five hundred. Uh, D. Russ coming back tonight is definitely. Uh, how, do we know what he, how many points he's put up this game so far? I was. I'll be able to find out right now for you. But 
he's not. He's only going to be limited for the next couple games. He's going to be twenty minute cap. Um, they're not going to overuse him nowadays. Did he start? No, they're not going to. I mean, any player that, especially Nets now, when they're in, they're putting people into the system, like with Okafor, they only limit how many minutes for them to like start and get ready to the team to prevent injury, but also to understand yeah. where they can pick and choose their spots. Like it, for example, on your Cavs, right, right. he wasn't. He wasn't going in and going ham yeah. right up. Well, pretty soon. I mean, he, the first game back, he didn't start. After he that, did he score played. 17 points off the 20 yeah. minutes. And then he started. Yeah. After the first game back, he played well. And then he, well, the next couple games, the one that's Olympic, too, he played really poorly. So, played well last night, though, against the Magic, even though they almost blew that game. He, he uh, was the highest scorer on the team. The bearded Tyler Zeller putting it in there. So Demar Carroll is uh, the leading scorer right now court, with 14 yeah. points. But. He just scored as well. Yeah. So... So you, we talked about the, the Nets. Let's move on to the rest of the NBA. Um, we talked about the Cavs. Well, yeah, let's talk, let's talk Kemba again real quick. I mentioned yeah. it, but that's your boy yeah. from UConn. Apparently he's on the trade block. I guess the Hornets just want to blow it up. They're, they're not doing well this year, which we got that one wrong. We both thought they might be a playoff team. They're, I think they're only one team. They're, the, Net, the Hornets are the team above the Nets. So, therefore, yes, they're really doing awful. Who's and, below them? The, the Hawks and maybe one other team? Um, they're all down there. It doesn't matter. They're all down there. They're all bottom feeders. Um, but yeah. what about this? Like, uh, who, who do you think should get Kemba? Or do you think they should? you think it's a mistake that they're trying to well, shop them? I mean, they're going to, by getting rid of their best player, they're going to, they're really going to bottom out. That's what they're going for. Either they're going to bottom out or they're going to take, take a chance on, um, on a player that has a, like a, uh, one year, player option or something like that. I don't think they'll get rid of... No, they can't do that. That's dumb. But they're, when you get rid of your best player in the NBA, you, you're going for the very bottom. You're going for the home run. Either you think you can sign someone with cap space in the offseason that you're going to target, you're going to go for that risk, or you're going to get the best possible scenario for a pick where you can draft a player that can change your franchise. I don't know, other than that guy from Duke and um, I guess the guy from Oklahoma State that plays like Steph Curry... Um, those two, uh, the guy from Duke is like a Joel Embiid Jr. And talking about people on the drive next year for the well, there, There's year. a bunch of um, overseas guys, the Don Don or how you say his name. Yeah, that people are more interested in, I think. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. Rich shows their GM. He's a former GM of the Blazers. He was there. Right. He drafted Damian Lillard, um, I believe. Yeah. So he must think that if he can get another Damian Lillard or something, he he should get rid of Kemba now. Uh, what team deserves him? He's going to be shipped out west. That's not the common theme in the East, right? Well, I didn't say what they deserves him. Or like, who, who, him. Yeah, or, or who would make a move for him. Uh, I think going to Pistons. Pistons makes the most sense. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Not just for the UConn connection, but... I don't know who they could trade, though. Reggie Jackson. Um, but he has a bad contract as well. He's got a bad contract, but that means the Pistons would have to throw in, like, a couple picks or something like that incentive-wise yeah. to take on the bad contract. Bad. Huh? The Pistons? Do they Pistons have any extra capital or anything there, or extra picks? Yeah, I don't. I, I think the the Pistons it's good. That that definitely makes sense. Um, they definitely would be well improved by him, and that's the type of player they need. I just don't know if they can uh, get him. So Dinwiddie's goatee, by the way, is, is really he, he should do something about that. You're not a fan of the goatee? No, I, don't, I mean it's very uh, it's very uh, 2000 uh, 2009 2009. So the Pistons were up in the top four. Is what we're just talking about. Drummond, they're now in the ninth spot, 22 and 21, half a game behind Philly for the eighth spot, um, and Charlotte and New York are behind them. So, do you think Detroit, by making a move for Kemba or making any kind of move, 
Detroit will come back to that top four spot in the East, or they, they could, are, yeah, or they sure. are who they are. You think they're just no? A, I mean, if they get Kemba or so a, a big name player or a big uh, effective player like that, offense you know improved drastically. I would think uh, the four the four five seed is well for grabs. I would say I think you get back in there. And you, I think I think the problem with the Pistons is that they. Would, they have Stan Van Gundy, who's one of the biz, biggest like basketball minds, I think, in, in the NBA with Tom Thibodeau and a couple other people. But I think I think they expected they expect Drummond to do a lot, but he doesn't have enough support. I don't know if Kemba's... And also, he had a great, great start this season. Best start to any season he's had so far, but he's well, cause he's, he's tailed off a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah making, and that's a part of it. But yeah, not as bad as KP has maybe, but he's tailed off as well. So yeah, They need that, uh, that second option. And a lot of the other players. They have good players on the team, but they're, they haven't... They don't have a lot of players that could take over, like a, a Kambuka, for example, or some other people. So, yeah. Let's go with the serious part of this now. Uh, oh, boy. Dean Russ's uh, hair looks like a Gerald Green kind of look right now with the hair. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that either. Um, I, I think it's a way... He puts his hairline way back, too, for some reason. Is that is that was was hot hot in, uh, in Brooklyn Street? I haven't I seen it. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, well, Pod Bruce is here hanging out. The snoozing, if you guys hear in that. studio, I the dog. Yeah. Uh, the dog house. So we went through the whole Nets. We talked about the East. Let's go to the West. We haven't really talked about yeah. the... What should we talk... Um, okay, okay. Well, I was going to transition. You you mentioned Dan Lillard. Mm-hmm. Snubbed again by the All-Star, because they, they released uh, the five starters for the East and West All-Stars. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then I don't know what's going on with the rest of it. The players... Oh, they this announced system the, this the year, starters. Right? Who came out of the West again? I'm going to look at the East right now. Um, it was, it would have been uh, Rush... Harden. No, uh, Russ didn't make it. Oh, Russ didn't. No, that's right. Yeah. Harden. Both of the um, both of the Pelicans guys. Yeah, both. So Durant, um, Curry, Durant, and Harden. Durant and Curry. Yeah. 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 Russ didn't. That's right. That's isn't that kind of crazy though? Uh, not that Russ didn't make it, but I mean, does that they voted like three three bigs, I guess, and mm-hmm. two guards, right? They don't do center anymore. They eliminated center. I think so. Yeah. I guess that's how that happened because I would have thought Russ would be in over uh, like over cousins just by fan vote or right but, i think i think next year they're probably just going to say top five players and just figure out because i don't think well the, but the way the nba is too now yeah there's all these different lineups and like lebron's playing point guard or whoever yeah. janice plays point guard and then they have a small unit it's big you know it doesn't really matter uh and the east was janice uh lebron mm-hmm. um Kyrie, Kyrie, demar Derozan, which DeMar is kind of surprising is he had a great year but the fans would vote him and uh who's number five then um oh Good question. I just had it. B- 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 blanking on it. Number five is. It's not Wall. It's. Uh, no, no, definitely not. No, no. Is uh, it Embiid? Yes. Yes. Joel Embiid's okay. first because I meant we did talk about. Obviously, it, a fan favorite type. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's also well deserved. Oh no, uh, yeah, he's put especially from the center position. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, KP didn't make it, but you said uh, talking about. No, I mean that's we just said all the ten players. We yeah. It. Yeah. So Dame Dollar is always snubbed. Um, yeah, and he gets salty. And you know why? Why do you think it is? I have my theory on it. Uh, well, before I say that too, also he's almost had the reverse of like a KP or a Drummond, where he started the season not as great, but the past month or so he's really oh, picked it up. It's the three guard lineup they've been running. Um, yeah, with Shabazz Napier. I think. Well, if we're talking just from fan voting stuff, Portland is a small market for yep. that. Mm-hmm. So out of sight, out of mind, a little bit. Um, I mean, I guess that's the main reason. I don't know. I mean. The, it's tough in the West, more competition as well, I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, I really don't know otherwise. It's definitely a small market. It's if you're in the West Coast and you're in Portland, of course, your your games are at ten thirty. No one in the East is watching it, yeah. and then 
and then if people are waking up in Shanghai, maybe they'll be able to catch that game like at eight or nine o'clock in the morning. There's a lot of Shanghai, Shanghai uh, Blazer fans. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's a contingency <laughs> of uh, Shanghai Blazer fans. Um, but like, it's so hard. Like Seattle had that same problem too. Um, they got bigger problems now. They, they have no problems. team. Yeah, they have no team. Uh, and what's the other teams? Right, you got Lakers and, and Clippers, but those are big markets. So. All the way to Pacific. But none of their players got voted in. Yeah, in the Pacific time zone, you only have uh, uh, those teams. Well, the Kings, I mean. Well, I know, but that's the Kings another Jazz. example. No, no, I'm talking about Jazz are in uh, Mountain Time. So, and, uh, and the, well, it's still, their home games are back later. Right, but Pacific so. Coast teams, Pacific time zone, PSD. The Warriors, obviously, are the biggest team. If, you got, if you got Warriors. So that it, doesn't completely. Uh, no, I'm talking about small national. Market, the combination of small market okay, and yes. PSD. There's yeah, the Blazers. Right. And the Kings. the Kings, and I mean, I, I think just from the Western. I mean, if you're just talking literally on the coast, like in California, or, yeah, yeah, or Oregon yeah. or whatever. But yeah, then that's it, I guess. Yeah. And those teams suffer. Uh, they don't have a superstar player because of whatever their organizations. But if they do, like Dame yeah. Dillon, and Cousins was obviously the Kings star, but he now was, he's getting yeah. it, and now that he's uh, with the, the Twin Towers in New Orleans, but. But isn't that like that's a, basically a theory that could, you could be testing right yeah, there? I guess so. You know, because the fact that he moved, so, yeah. he moved to all the way for the season on the East Coast time, right? Yeah. So actually, New Orleans is central, but yeah, but um, yeah. It's regardless, so yeah. easier. And people have to leap past. I think what the NBA needs to do is um, change time zones. How they work? <laughs> alter, alternate the universe and change time zones. <laughs> Come on, NBA, get on it. Um, but when they expand to the uh, to the Europe, the Euro leagues, the Europe, the Europe's of the NBA, then they'll have that. So the All Star Stars. Do you have any problems with any of them, though? Um. Well, let's go through it. Uh. So LeBron, obviously not. Greek Freak, no. We talked about him beat a little bit already. Where I, I do think he's deserving. I guess Demar is deserving as well. Um. And uh, and who did I miss out there? Um. Oh, Kyrie. Yeah. So no, I have no, really no problem. I mean, those five deserve it. Uh. And then on the West, I don't necessarily. To be honest, I would probably exclude Anthony Davis in favor of maybe Russell Westbrook or someone else. Maybe not though, because the, the Thunder have struggled, so they get they got it back a little bit. Adams now, has had a big year. Adams, yeah, I mean even he's Adams, their best player sometimes. But what, yeah, what Westbrook. if Adams made it over Davis? I don't know. That would have been but, a good um, campaign, a campaign by Australia. But yeah, it's kind of hard. Obviously, no Ka- Kawhi in the mix this year with his injury. Yeah. Um, I guess I have no real problems with this. Now, now, what are they doing? What I don't 100 percent know what it is. They're picking. So they got whoever was the top vote. Go, whoever's the top vote getter from each conference will be the captain. So well, my question either. is: Are the Eastern Five and the Western Five we talked about playing with each other? Are they in the no, mix to get picked? They're in the mix to get picked. Like LeBron could pick Kevin Durant as his first. Pick. So it's LeBron and who? Um, Steph Curry. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. I think Steph only beat Kevin by a little bit, so it could have been Durant. I think it would be for storylines now. It would have been better if it was KD and LeBron. You know, just because they're there, they have this. You know, rivalry as a uh, not Magic Bird level. I would say it's like a uh, Sha- uh, Shaq Hakeem level. Talking about Durant and LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't because they they play they guard each other. Like LeBron does. They not, don't though. Like LeBron doesn't really guard Durant honestly most of the time. At the end of the game, they do though. Yeah. Like in the in uh, not to be in the finals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But for the most part, he doesn't guard him because uh, too much work to do with all the. And everything on offense and everything else too. So who's your uh, who's your pick if you're uh, LeBron? Is it I mean, picking Kyrie would be fun, you know, interesting. Of course, I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, but but if I was just t- who would be my pick for the best? Um, interesting to say. 
So I'm not picking as LeBron. I'm just picking it myself. If I had to pick, who would I want to play with? Well, no. Outside, it's either your LeBron or Steph. Like, well, I'm trying to think of LeBron. Minus LeBron, going to pick one of his minus guys. Minus LeBron whatever, and Steph. You know I mean? Like you can't pick those two because they're the well, captains. Yes. Yeah. Then and obviously just the players that are selected already. Um, I guess I would. Oh, let me let me get MB. That'll be fun. Get MB. Yeah. Why not? Um, How about you? You're Steph. Who are you picking? If I'm Steph, I need someone to guard LeBron, right? Um, I'm picking Giannis. That's yeah. I think it's I think it's a good pick. Uh, he's a unique player to have. Has Giannis has never been in an All Star game before, has he? Last year was he was last year. So him and LeBron had played on the same team before. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. They're both the, the freaks of nature. I don't remember seeing them on the court together. Though. I guess I don't really yeah. pay too much attention to the yeah. game. It's not good. That's why they're well, bringing it up this year. Well, that's why they're, they're switching to make it more competitive. Because and uh, they are televising these these picks. The no, they're not doing. That's the thing. That's the uh, the fans and people on the NBA are like, what's the point? I mean, you're not you're not yeah, gonna televise really. it. But they're like, oh well, we don't want we don't want anyone to have like if you could pick last and stuff oh, like that. Oh come on, there are all stars. I mean, but the NHL does the same thing. They they switch to this format. I think this is where. Um, Adam Silver got it from Gary Bettman, um, who used to work in the NBA as well, too. Oh, I don't know. Uh, he was, uh, I think he was the third right below Silver. Like, he was... I feel like people don't like Bettman. Don't hockey fans uh, dislike him a lot? I feel like uh, he's... I mean, ho- they hate hockey because of the strike. Um, if they don't like Bettman, they rep- he represents the season they didn't play, right? So... Comparing Karis uh, Levert and Carrie Kittles right now on the screen, by the way. Is it because uh, they're both names? 100 plus made, 30 points plus some type of steals. Now, some weird stat they had. Yeah, well, uh, Levert's their, their future. I don't think Kittles was was their future as much as she was a stable horse next to Jason Kidd. Oh, yeah. Um, Good team, though. Yeah. So, going to it. Um, what yeah, what you were saying. Inside that. the NBA last night, I was watching it. Well, okay. Well, you're still talking about picking the yeah, about or picks. Televising and, it or whatever. Yeah, and. Um, Ernie Johnson cited the NHL, and he was like, well, why don't you just give the last pick, uh, whoever gets picked last gets a car. And and then Chuck and Jack and he, uh, Kenny were like, oh, yeah, just give the guy a car. Give the last so you pick want, want to get picked last? Uh-huh. Because, no, it's like one of those things where like you shouldn't feel like you're the worst player. It should just, it's for fun anyways. I don't really understand when they give these players cars and things like that, because that happens in a, not, not necessarily with picking whatever, but it happens like, if you're the All Star or, or the MVP of All Star Game in sports, you'll get a car or something. Like most of the players in All Star Game are super rich; they're making all this money, endorsements, everything. Like, is a car that big of a deal? You can easily buy twenty cars, thirty, you know. But like, isn't aren't cars like uh, for sports athletes like having a lot of TVs or like having like the greatest gadgets? It's like a yeah, name. but they could just get one. No, I'm, I'm saying, just like, saying I don't know. Be... I don't know why that's such an incentive, but well, I mean, maybe it's for that uh, third cousin that needs need money, but you're like. Here, just take this car. I'm not going to be driving it. So, is that mean? Is that meaning that we're not going to know what the order was anyway? Then I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't look into that far. Um, but the 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 combination of that with the last pick and all that. Have you ever been uh, picked on the playground as last pick? Have you had that experience? I think I have. Yeah, probably. How did it make you feel, Padre? Um Yeah. So, like, pick up basketball or something back in the day. There were situations where I was probably close to it or the last pick. Right. But, like, did it make you feel, like, whatever, man, or did it motivate Well, I, I might have, I don't know if it motivated me. Like, I know at a certain point, 
most of the things that I'd be getting picked last for, I realize I'm just not that good at them to begin with. So you're you might motivate me a little bit, I guess, but I, right. but I was never that great at basketball, so I don't know. But um, I'm in kickball. But for these guys, Whatever, anything yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But but for these uh, players, obviously they're still the all stars. So I mean, that's what that's why I'm not really getting it. You know, who cares? I, I don't know. I, I think they just don't want. I think it's dumb. Well, there's a couple of snowflakes, Padma. <laughs> yes, they are definitely. Everyone's so sensitive, you know. Everyone's a snowflake, right? <laughs> Everyone now. gets a participation trophy. Everyone gets a participation trophy. Um, I feel like I feel like the NBA needs to do it for next year, though, because I'm just surprised they're not. Because NBA rating. loves I think it would get ratings. They yeah, love storylines. It's WWF shit right there. Like that's oh my god. Like you, you slept with my like it's so whopper drama. Back to the '90s when it was called WWF. Yeah, yeah. Um, before the what the Wildlife Federation or whatever got got litigious about it. Yeah, they got they got super aggressive about it. Um, <laughs> I was upset. I was upset at the WWF. I'm back sure then. you were. I was really really mad about that. Uh, really salty. But I think being picked last doesn't shouldn't make the difference. I think the teams are still going to play somewhat competitive. But I don't think it's going to matter at the end of the day. It's still going to be like a no defense shoot them, shoot, uh, let everyone shoot them up. I was about to say shoot them up. <laughs> shoot them up, yeah, shoot them up. Hail Mary, come Yeah, that's the thing. Even what they yeah. do, I don't know if it's going to be more competitive this. I mean, maybe, like, who gets picked last to look try harder on defense or something, I don't know, but that's probably not how it's going to work. I, what they talked about doing, I think, oh, well, no, the, the Olympic basketball is doing next Olympics are coming up. Maybe we got to do a pod for that, but... Uh, <laughs> What's the Winter Olympics? It doesn't matter. We should still... We should do do a Winter Olympic pod? Winter, no one has done it. Get some loose shit going? No one's... Rankings out? No one's actually talked about the Winter Olympics in depth, uh, podcast-wise. Uh, probably someone has. We just don't, aren't aware of it because we don't not, care. Not in Brooklyn, at least, that I know of. That's true. Probably uh, not in Brooklyn. But I think the three-on-three basketball thing... Oh, that's a thing. That's Olympic uh, this year coming up three on three instead of regular five on five. No, no, no. They're doing in, that too. In addition, they're doing in addition um, because uh, interesting. I haven't heard about that. Because you have volleyball, you have two two on two, and then you have team volleyball, right? Um, yeah. So it makes sense to do. But it's beach volleyball is two on two, so it's technically different. It's a different tennis volleyball. would be a, it's a what doubles, yeah, singles. Well, there's yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. I yeah. mean, there's just not professional three on three, right? But that's, three that's three, a difference. There's, there's, there's professional like, doubles tennis, you know. And beach volleyball and all that. Well, so. three on three is more like you're more likely to play if you just play playground basketball. You're more likely to play three on three more. Oh than no, you no doubt. And I'm, I'm personally yeah. talking about picking teams. I'm better at three on three than right. uh, than at five on five, which right. I'm not that good at. So I think the NBA should, uh, if they want to mix it up and add stuff to like the weekend, you have yeah. like you. That's have... the thing. The three point contest, dunk contest, even though right. that hasn't been that good recently, like those are more popular anyway. Yeah, and they, and I went to the one um, at Barclays when they had it. Oh, that's right. That was very fairly recently. Yeah, it was like a couple of years, two, two or three years ago. Only two, I think two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Um, and that was fun, but also you didn't go. You're talking about you went to the dunk contest. I went to Saturday night. The Saturday, yeah. I went that's to, the better. That's our, boy, our bar Chris went to that too. Uh, he sat. He was one of those place seaters. He got to sit. Um, place seater. Yeah, like where you hold the seat in place. Seat. Uh, what do you? What do they call it? Not place seater. Um, they have that at, like, award shows, too. Like, Seed Feller. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a Seinfeld episode uh, where Kramer is a Seed Feller for, I think, the Tony Awards. There you go. And then he he gets up winding up on stage and gets <laughs> one of the awards. Oh, and then, yeah. uh, this is a great episode, then they want to fire the, the main actress from it. And they, the producers of the play say, you can keep the Tony if you fire her for it. Um, Raquel Welsh. Oh, yeah, it was Raquel Welsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Joe Harris is uh, shooting 100% right now. Not going to and the Mid Heat, they're saying, missed the last eight field goal attempts. And that's a down by four with 54 left in the third. So they've made a little run while we've been 
going hard on this all star coverage right now. Um, How long do I feel we've been, go- been going for a while here, getting a lot, of, getting a lot out? Are we going to make it through this whole Nets game? Uh, I, I think, if not, maybe we should just come back for the last couple of minutes and uh, think, live uh, pod. I think we're going to take a pause and a little siesta. Maybe I'll uh, hang out. <laughs> take a show, show you nap together here in <laughs> yes, studio. Uh, you want a spoon? Pod oh, there? Joe Harris with uh, oh. behind the back, and the Quincy AC thought he was getting. Fancy. Oh, nice pass there. That so, RSJ. The no luck. RSJ is uh, probably one of the. That was uh, from D Low. Yeah, they've got they got similar style uh, with their hair. Yeah, yeah, his hair, RHJ's hair is even worse, I would say. Uh, well, yeah, a lot of these nuts, uh, I'm, I'm and I've always been on Carol's hair as well as being weird. I'm so. a fan of RHJ's hair. I think mm, um, it's a very no. Travis Scott kind of look. It's lit, you know. Uh, it's not lit. It's it's uh, floppy. I don't like it. It's it, it looks dumb to me. I feel like I could cite an episode where you said the opposite. I think you flipped your stance on that. Of RHJ's no, hair? No, D, D. Russ, he had, like this, he had a shorter version of oh, RHJ. I don't hate D. Russ. I don't, I, just, I don't know. I don't know why his hairline's back so far. I'm talking about RHJ's hair. I do not do you like. hate it. It looks like a Robin Hood sidekick. <laughs> like a, you know what I mean? Like It's not good. If uh, So if if, D, if RHJ is Robin Hood, then what does that make D. Russ? Is he well, like, he's not Robin Hood. He's one of the sidekicks. Like, is, like, are you talking about like Robin Hood or Robin? Neither. That's the same person. What do you mean? Robin Hood is not uh, Robin and Batman. Ro- Robin and Batman. Robin Hood is the Prince of Prince of Thieves. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. His crew has you know the Friar talking. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like Dave Chappelle. Uh, yeah, I think he was bald in that, but yeah, actually, he, he was. <laughs> uh, we should we should do. A, yeah, look at it. It's like it really is like almost like a bowl, weird bowl cut almost, but like different lengths. It's not good. You know, I think the hair doesn't bother me. I think it's the 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 shitty goatee on the bottom. Um, yeah, it's not as bad as as Dinwiddie. Some, but. I mean, some some men can't grow a whole. You know, you know, Dinwiddie looks like Willy Willy with his go- goatee. Willy Willy, it's like a game or whatever. What is it? Like when's a game with this magnet, like a board game thing. I think, or if it, is it even a game? I don't, I don't know. Look it up. Google again, it, young folks. Again, Kelly Olynyk just armbarred RSJ. Yeah. Um, Every single time, this guy is trying to rip someone's arm yeah, out. Yeah, I hate him. Yeah, he shouldn't. He, and how love. how is that allowed? Um, although with he rolls his hair up, yeah, it's weird. He's got some know. he's got some eyebrows. He definitely he's looks. He's got some thick brows, and I, I do as well. So I'm feeling him on that. Yeah, you, um, you lose in that contest nine out of yeah, ten times. They're not as thick. Yeah, uh, but it's commercial now. Let's take this. Yeah, so we'll be back. All right. All right, so Tyler Johnson just tied for the last two minutes of the game. 91-91 tied right now. This is a photo finish, probably. I just said Tyler Johnson, and I'm wrong, which is kind of really bad. James Johnson. They definitely don't look the same. No, they don't. One is white. <laughs> the other one's James. Tyler so. Johnson's, uh, yeah. He was signed by the Nets. He's almost Nets. Here's Dinwiddie. Almost Nets. Dinwiddie is great. I was just saying it off the recording a second ago. Dinwiddie is, despite his willy-willy goatee, is great yeah. going to the rack. He is. He's, uh, this is what I was talking about, how uh, you haven't probably seen a Dinwiddie game in a while, but this is his thing. I've seen him real He's, um, he is the uh, Joe Johnson of the last couple minutes. He gets the ISOs, he goes to the rack, yeah. and he does his thing. But, Johnson is more of a jump shooter than uh, Dinwiddie's really taking to the hole yep. like LeBron style. Right? Yep, yep. Um, well, Dinwiddie has this wingspan, I think, of like 6'10", yeah, so it makes him a little, little harder to guard um, in that. So this character... Caress. I like calling him Caress. Caress Levert. A minute off the clock, it's down to what, 102. Uh, Brooklyn with the ball and it's a two-point lead. Harris, yeah, he's doing Dinwiddie's that, See that? Point lead. Uh, is Brooklyn going to gonna pull it out here? They got 95-91. They're up by four. I'm, I'm, um, I've seen a little little yeah. of the collapses going on. Yeah, we on. had talked about how they're losing these close ones a lot. Right. Uh, I, think, I think the momentum's on their side, and I think D-Russ uh, coming back is giving this a little bit of a more of a... 
Oof. Confidence. A little, now, oof. if you like calling him D-Russ over, I prefer D-Low. Well, I always call him D-Russ in my mind because it makes sense. Uh, you twisted mind? In my twisted mind. D-Low, there's, where's the low part of it? D'Angelo. What's about his first name? Oh, I get it. Yeah. And I, I think his Twitter is D-Loading. It's D-Loading, yeah. And then actually on his, under his name it says loading dot dot dot. Is, is uh, Dinwiddie a lefty? Because he just had that left-hand smash. Well, that was a left-hand smash, and he got smashed on the face, and guess what? Mm-hmm. That no was call. a hard game. No, yeah, no call. Hassan Whiteside, who's one of the best shot blockers in the in the league. He's face blocking right there. Just smack them right, right in the, top head. Of the head. I think blocking. that's a that's a flagrant foul, technically. Uh, I don't know about that. It no, was it, a little incidental, I would say. No, but if you hit them in the head and their head moves, um, even if you come down, I've seen flagrant fouls. I'm not saying he's just, I didn't really see the head. Move, I'm not saying he. I'm not saying he deserves a flagrant foul. I'm saying based on the ruling of. Okay. Officiating based on the letter of the law, I wouldn't have yeah. liked it if they called it right, right. but they didn't call it foul at all. Right, so. right, yeah. So, with with the Nets trying to get this W, they're going to be on a three three game road trip after this. I think they, they got. I think they got a couple uh, Western Conference teams. They're heading out west for the West Coast fun. May but West. Fifty seven seconds left. You got James Jones. Who's getting the ball in the heat right now? I'm going to say Ellington or. Oh, they're lobbing. Oh, wow. It almost worked. That yeah. was Wayne Ellington, which... It didn't, it didn't happen, no. Former net. That's a weird play that they did there. Well, it almost it was, worked, honestly. But. No, I mean, I think Spoh's one of the smartest coaches in there. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I agree. He can draw him up. He can put... can't put him down. No, that was... Because that's not his job, but he can draw him up. Harris. Ooh. Ooh, wet. He just caressed in his face. From about no. 13 feet. No, that's what happened. Oh, wow. Six-point lead. He'd need a three. They got oh, 20. wow. Eight seconds. Let's wow. turn it over. James Johnson this is about to be a next James Johnson is so upset. I'm going to crack a, a beer right now for this <laughs> last. All right, this next victory. Even don't, don't do it yet. Don't oh. Do it yet. Don't okay. do it yet. Right. No, I cracked it. Sorry. You, you just. In your face. Wow. Look what, look what you just caused. A backcourt <laughs> violation. Oh, wow. That may have just hey, injured, I want to make it interesting. That may, may have injured Karras' and Levert's career right with that slip. Watch, 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 watch the slip. He could have really got hurt. Look, oh, at, but, yes, Look at that. Look at that. I, I thought you were saying that misstep. It was interesting. No, the way he did a Looney yeah, Tunes. He, he did a Looney Tunes skin. He did a little banana that. peel slip. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. By you cracking that beer open, you almost cost my feet. Like I said, I want to make it interesting. That's not interesting. That's just detrimental and hurtful and purpose. I want to see if the, the, net, uh, the uh, Heat get an end one here on a three ball and, uh, and cut it to three and make it You're, you're in consideration seconds. for being in Studio A is noted. Yeah, yeah. Your, lack your, of your lack of uh, awareness. My lack of my my lack of situational awareness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we already talked about my my subway travels before. Uh, what I've had some lack of awareness. You've turned into a true New Yorker by <laughs> that was a lack of awareness. To be fair, that was just a poor decision. That was a that was uh, a too much bravado. Well, what you won't do for the U, you know? He throw right, you throw it up. And when I opened it to you, it, it's in a smaller box. If I knew it was going to come in that smaller box. In the big box, I would have just opened it before, and, and that wouldn't have been in that situation at all. Yeah. Oh, well, you live and learn, huh? Well, I mean, it would have been just you learned if anything else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, it would have, if, I, if it hadn't gone badly, I wouldn't have been either. I would have lived or learned. Uh, Maybe other people would have learned from my mistake. I don't know. So 22 seconds left. So who's on the court in crunch time here for the, for the Nets? We got, for the Nets. We got Quincy AC, bald yep. man. We got Harris, of course. We got Joe Harris. Harris and Harris. Harris and Harris. I assume we have Dinwiddie. Where is he? RSJ. And RSJ. All right. Yeah. No, actually, RSJ is no, out. It's, it's Carroll. Uh, yeah. Carroll. Damari. Yeah. Uh-oh. Dragic. They're going to give him that. That's fine. They're, They're going to give him that. They got a foul yeah. Yeah. on Dinwiddie. So... 
one of the we were talking about the refs, and um, this was like a very specific thing. I think it's maybe because we talked about it, but James Johnson, who just turned over the ball before this play, he threw it way over Wayne Ellington's head. There's no play there. He didn't even know where Wayne Ellington was. Threw it into the audience, and then he got really mad, and he just like. He pointed at his elbow, then he took his hands, pounded his thighs like a thousand times, screamed at the ref. Why Why is that allowed? That shouldn't be allowed. Like, that's... He's blaming the refs for calling something that he fucked up on. Yeah, I don't Basically, know. right? But it wasn't called because these are no-name players. All of them. Yeah, but, uh, but aren't the no-name players get called more for types of stuff? Do they have less leeway? Huh? Don't they have less leeway than no-name players more? No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not going to get those calls. I'm not saying Dave Johnson is... Oh, I mean, I thought you meant right. why didn't he get teed right. up or right. something. Right. No, no, I don't care if he gets teed up. It's, I just thought that was the point. Yeah, no. All right, time out with... What's it today? He made both, right? For Russell, he put in uh, he put in 14 minutes and a couple buckets. But it's not really... Yeah, first game there. Yeah, it's not, it's not about him. Um, they're going to win anyway, but it looks like. Unless he get a miracle. If, if it wasn't... I think if it was... If it was like if D'Angelo Russell was a, a draft pick, they would just shut him down for the whole season. Like it, it would make no sense for him to come on if they, unless they needed to bring him on. Uh, what? He injuries in that bad. No, no, no. I'm not saying like his injury is that bad. I'm saying like in this, like the way Markel Fultz is shut down, or Ben Simmons, or Blake Griffin. You like, if he's a rookie. Yeah, if he's a rookie, you you kind of preserve those that youth and and. And basically, the, get I guess it's a different situation. Like the Sixers already a playoff contender, so they have the luxury to do that. Maybe the Nets want to see what they have here. I guess. Uh, wow. So Crab, Crab just uh, so they escaped the double they team. Foul. Well, they, they trapped. The opportunity. They too. trapped. Yeah, yeah. They trapped. Um, Six points. It's, it's over. Johnson misses. That's gonna wrap it up. Game blouses. Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn win. snaps their five-game losing streak in 101-95, and. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence, spot, Drew, that we uh, did a live pod with the Nets, uh, and they won. I think that I mean, don't either. I think that means we would have to. Uh, Even do though you got mad for me cracking the victory very early, but I, I got a little salty. I got a little salty. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I, Salt's I, I apologize for nothing uh, <laughs> because if I did apologize, then maybe they would have lost the game. What do you think of that? My mind's uh, war, uh, twisted right now. I don't know what, what's going yeah. on. Let's listen to Demari Carl. Robert, I just pronounced his name. Carl? DeMar Carl. Carl. Listen to DeMar Carl. They're going a little too tight in on his face, I would say. Well, Damari was one of the players that almost uh, tore MCL, but it was just a sprained knee instead. Infor is the... is What is Infor, anyway? Infor is the data... That sponsors the Data company. Yeah. Um, they're in... Uh, I think they're in... Uh, not the east side. I think they're in, like, Murray Hill-ish. Local Gre- no, Gre- they're more like Greenwich village Village? Yeah. Like between twenty third and uh, sixteen, around that area. All right, that's what it is. What's their address? <laughs> address is like I think it's on Sixth Avenue. No, Fifth Avenue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need a number, but all right. Yeah, all I've, right, been, I've been to their office, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where I was leading. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so that was the game, though. That was the pot. I guess. Is there anything else we need to wrap up here? No, man. Uh, the Nets, Nets got their W, and we, we need to, we need to say our, our, uh, our closing thoughts. If I could turn this off. Yep. Closing thoughts of this uh, of the Nets because this is the first time we've seen them and talked about in 2018. That's true. This can this team? What's their peak and what's their? Uh, they're already second last, second to last, third to last right now. And I think they should like uh, that's what you want to do with a, a young team. I think is I think it's it behooves you to be cl- close into games and then lose them. Honestly, right? right. It can be frustrating for the fans, I'm sure, but oh, definitely. Um, yeah. But 
That's good. It still keeps you in good draft position. Not not this well, they year. Don't, they don't I know have that a pick. pick. Yeah, they but in general, pick. it's a theory. All right, so that's true, I guess. I'm thinking more for like a team like the Mavs or something right. you should do. They're a rare so rare That's what you should do in general. Right. For the Nets specifically, since they don't have the pick, it doesn't change that much. I mean, they still might want to win the close games. They might not be able to, but they might want to. So, But regardless that they're in them, I think is is yeah, that's a good, good thing. Now D-Low back or D-Russ or even call him back. Yeah. Um, Get, I, do, I don't agree with shutting him down for the season or whatever. If that's the idea, I, no, they're not. They're not. I know they're not. He came back, but some people like shut. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, they they should give him as much uh, minutes as much burn as possible, and see what he has. Let him get worked in. I think. I assume they want him to be on the team for a while. So, uh, I think they're they're in the right the shape right now. They're not obviously not a contender this year. So the next thirty days will be interesting because the trade deadline's about a month from now, right? So um, if. If the Nets make like a good uh, like on this tour on this uh, three game road trip and uh, the next maybe five games six games, if they're able to be above five hundred maybe four and two ish, I think Marks is still going to be pushing buttons to find something in the rough because there's going to be players that or teams are going to try to unload salaries so they can do a three way trade or whatever. Nets are going to be one of those teams that will be the beneficiary of taking on some more contracts to get some more assets because that's the only move they yeah. can do right now. But I think if that happens. We could see uh, a team that's building not just like right now towards the end of the season because they have no incentive to lose, but I think we're seeing a team that could be a seven six based on the way they're going for next year. For next year, for next year, yeah, possibly, yeah, possibly. I would say so. Uh, as long as D. Russ, we'll see how he plays for the rest of the year. But I, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm an optimistic Nets fan. We're optimistic type of guy. Yeah, yeah, I am. So uh, closing thoughts: uh, Nets got their W. We found out that the Joel Embiid's the first time all all time uh, first time center for the first East. time long time first time long time. And, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that's what I think. The Rihanna thing. Uh, Twitter's been going crazy and tweeting at Rihanna uh, with Joel Embiid's tag because. Rihanna replied to Joel Embiid saying, "Get at, get back to me when you're an All Star." So, uh, I, sorry, Joel, I don't think Rihanna's gonna bang you, but you know, we'll see. Who knows? I mean, Drake, Drake, Drake did his thing, so I think, yeah. I guess, all he has to do is come up with a cha cha rap <laughs> song, and then that's it, right? Just do a little singing. Yeah, almost smart memes everyone likes. All right, guys, that'll do it for this podcast. And listen to Mr. Zerelvin on the same feed, baby. Uh, it's your boys, Pod Nam, Pod Drew. Good day, uh, Brooklyn. Good, good night, Shanghai. Uh, let's go, Nets. Good morning, Shanghai. <laughs> yes. Rebound. 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 Rebound.